I'm R. Joe on Mission Street. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from Thursday, the 10th of June, 2021. Ten or so minutes of the big stuff going on in Bello. This week, we'll start with updates on the new political party for Georgia, founded by former Prime Minister Georgi Gaharia. Ruling Georgian Dream, Otsneba Party, accused Gaharia and the national movement, Natsebi, of planning a coup back in February. Otsneba Party Chair Irakli Kobachidze said that the party received information about Natsebi's planned coup. However, they did not inform Gaharia because they already had suspicions about him. Bidzina Ivanishvili, founder of the Otsneba Party, has responded to media reports tying him to the new For Georgia Party. Everybody's been saying that, you know, this is a pocket party that he created as a designated opposition that he control. He stated the reports are fake and that he has never thought about starting a new political party. Last week, a new faction called Charles Michel's Reform Group was formed in Parliament by five members of the three opposition parties. faction aims to ensure full implementation of the EU-mediated agreement, which was proposed by the European Council President Charles Michel in April this year. The compromise document was proposed after EU-mediated talks between Otsneba and the opposition parties failed twice, hoping to address the political crisis in the country. Mediations about the Namakhvani hydropower plant being planned for this week and will be held under the leadership of the EU since their mediation has been so successful so far. Prime Minister Yudakli Garabashvili stated that the Namakhvani HPP project would not continue under current conditions. According to the economy minister Natya Turnava, Turkish company Enka has already made significant compromises regarding the project. As we mentioned in last week's update, activists and locals have been protesting the construction of Namakhvani for over six months. They claim that the construction was launched without sufficient research on risks and not only environmental risks. According to them, the government has abandoned state interests in its contract with Enka. On the 2nd of June, several children expressed the desire to leave the Patriarch's boarding school in Ninots Minda. Since then, 11 minors have been removed from the school amid allegations of violence. After the public defender was not allowed to enter the school, Ombudsman Nino Lomjaria and several NGOs voiced suspicion that the children might be victims of psychological and physical violence. On the 6th of June, Tbilisi City Court ruled that children with disabilities be removed from the boarding school following an appeal from the Partnership for Human Rights. According to the organization's lawyer, the court ruling refers to all children in the institution and they should return to either their biological families or to foster care. On Tuesday, the 8th of June, UNICEF Georgia expressed its readiness to support the government in moving children from the Ninotsminda boarding school to family and community-based care. This is not the first case of its kind. Currently, the prosecutor's office is investigating several cases of violence which occurred in the Patriarchate's boarding school between 2016 and 2020. More on the topic of schooling, students who could not enter Georgia during the spring semester of the 2021 academic year due to epidemiological situation in India can complete their studies remotely. These accommodations were prompted after Georgia tightened entry rules for all Indians due to the country's situation with the pandemic beginning from the 15th of April of last year and increased this year because of the Indian variant. Are you working in the tourism sector? This week, on Tuesday, COVID-19 immunization tourism sector representatives began in Batumi and Telavi. 
all interested persons can register at the National Tourism Administration website, www.gnta.ge. According to the NCDC head, Amiran Gamkhelidze, Georgia will receive over 3 million COVID-19 vaccines between July and October, and the country will then kick off mass immunization. The program will be open for everyone aged 18 and over. Age restrictions will only be in place for AstraZeneca vaccine for people above 45 years old. Georgia will receive an additional $35.5 million financing from the World Bank to intensify the vaccination rollout. The decision was made on Tuesday the 8th. Primary objective of this financing is to ensure affordable and equitable access for vaccines. During his two-day official visit to Georgia, Latvian Foreign Minister Edgars Rinkovics announced that Latvia will allocate 15,000 doses of coronavirus vaccines to Georgia. Now, couples can once again tie the knot in Georgia as the marriage registration services resumed across the country on the 9th of April. The appointments should be booked in advance via www.mygov.ge, that's my.gov.ge, As all those lovebirds amongst you might already know, marriage registration services have been closed since September 2020 due to coronavirus restrictions. On Wednesday, Carnegie Europe published an interesting article entitled Georgia's Minorities Breaking Down Barriers to Integration, written by Rusiko Amidajibi, the well-known linguist and professor of national identity at Free University in Tbilisi. She holds a doctorate degree from Queen Mary University of London. Also, Kaja Gabunia was a co-author. The article is the fourth of five in a series for the Future of Georgia Project Analyzing Contentious Issues in Georgian Society. The article analyzes the obstacles ethnic minorities face regarding full integration into the country. Keep in mind that Georgia is both a multilingual and multi-ethnic country, where ethnic Georgians make up about 87% of the population, other ethnic groups around 13%. The authors draw our attention to government policies on minorities, language policies, socioeconomic issues as key factors affecting the ethnic minorities of Georgia. According to the article, only 11 members of Georgia's 150-member parliament are ethnic minorities. In order to minimize these barriers, the authors emphasize the importance of public relation campaigns and cooperation among ministers, ministries, international donors, and NGOs. If you want to know more about Georgia's minorities, the link to the article is available in the show notes. On the 3rd of June, Georgia was elected to the Executive Council of the World Tourism Organization, UNWTO, for four years. What does this mean for Georgia? The country will have the opportunity to be involved in setting up the goals for the organization. Given its location, Georgia will also be able to protect the interests related to tourism in the Black Sea and Eastern Europe. On Wednesday, the 9th of June, the newly renovated Kutaisi International Airport opened its doors. The airport can now serve more than 2 million passengers per year. Great news for nature lovers. On Wednesday, the mayor of Tbilisi announced several new projects that have the potential to become, as they say in Georgia, lungs of the capital city. One of the projects is the renovation of the Tbilisi Dendrological Park, which is located in the Tbilisi Sea, formerly Tbilisi Sea Territory, and spreads over 163 hectares. Ongoing projects also include Tbilisi Central Park, located in the former Hippodrome Territory, and the restoration of Vake Park. Three programs of Tbilisi State University have received accreditation from the Foundation for International Business Administration Accreditation, FIBAA. The internationally accredited programs include the the bachelor's and master's degree courses of the International School of Economics and the Public Administration Master's Program. 
On Tuesday, the 8th of June, Georgian judoka Lasha Shavdatuashvili claimed gold at the World Judo Championship Seniors in Budapest. In the final, he defeated Swedish rival Tommy Masias in the 73-kilo category. Rezo Gabriadze, Georgia's puppet theater director, screenwriter, and author, has passed away at the age of 84. The news was covered internationally and not only by Georgia media outlets, including the BBC and others. The BBC called Gabriadze one of the Soviet art world's most famous figures known internationally for exquisite puppet theater productions. For those who have not seen it, his puppet show, The Battle of Stalingrad, is one of the most beautiful shows ever created. On that note, this is a bit of news for theater lovers. The Vaso Abashidze State New Theater has opened. The first performance it hosted in its renovated performance venue was Shakespeare's Macbeth, staged by the company's art director, David Doyashvili. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show and your favorite podcast listening platform to be updated weekly about big stuff going down in Sockhart Velo. Also, if you want to share any news or events with us, be sure to let us know. Like, for example... This is the last weekend that the dive bar will be open because some developer has somehow gotten a hold of the courtyard and is going to build some big monstrosity. So this weekend, head to dive bar, the old dive bar, not the one at at Fabrica, for a nostalgic last drink. Anything that's announced, you let us know about that's important enough, we'll put in the show. You can always email us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Aquandis. Aquandis.